Welcome to episode 10 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening in. As we've discussed in earlier podcasts, our agency was fortunate enough in its early days to capitalize on our opportunity to work with Mattel Toys. After proving our worth, we contributed to work with them for about 12 years. Today, we want to share with you how we managed to survive and eventually move on after we lost our biggest customer. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. Hi, I'm Sherry Nomadi. And even though Yvette and I approach business from opposite ends of the spectrum, we nearly always come to the same conclusions on how to help our clients succeed. Working on the Mattel Toys brands for so long was an amazing way to spend our first decade in business. Mattel's brand marketers and promotions group featured some of the best and the brightest minds in the business. It was truly an honor to be surrounded by such great people who really understood how to create, manage, and market these brands. The brand managers had a lot of responsibility from working with ad agencies and product designers to packaging and pricing and logistics. Yeah, really, Mattel's marketing services department handled everything but advertising, from licensing and retail service to tie-ins and promotions. In short, Mattel ran its marketing like a consumer packaged goods brand. But unlike many CPGs, brand managers experienced entire product life cycles in just a matter of a couple years. We were able to build promotions all along that product life cycle from launch and extensions to ultimately and sometimes untimely death. Yeah, and one such brand was Magic Nursery, but that is an awesome story we'll save for another day. As Mattel's go-to marketing agency, we developed and executed brand-specific promotions for Barbie, Hot Wheels, Nickelodeon, Polly Pocket, Disney, Uno, and many, many more. We also created seasonal and contra-seasonal programs. We even prepared tie-in partners and toy fair presentations for them. Yeah, we really used a variety of tactics at retail, like nationwide in-store events, on-packs, gifts with purchase, buy ones, get one free, instant win games, sweepstakes contests, and more. We demonstrated our commitment to our client by working well with other agencies and their internal departments. We really were kind of team players. That's right. And we became known as the agency that could regularly and reliably perform miracles. Those were their words in terms of timing and execution. A typical example was the Q4 madness. You see key partners like Toys R Us, would wait to see what products sold on Thanksgiving weekend. Then on literally the Monday after Thanksgiving, we would get a list of products that we needed to feature in specially designed coupon sheets. We would back then set the type, go to press and drop ship hundreds, hundreds and thousands of coupon sheets to be delivered to Toys R Us stores by the end of that week. Man, no one could work as fast as we did. No one else wanted to work over the holidays or be on press checks at midnight. 
We did it and we were rewarded for our efforts. And as a result, our reputation grew. Like all entrepreneurs, we were striving for the security of a consistent, steady income with the freedom to manage our own schedule and make our own decisions. From a business perspective, it meant we always needed to be on our toes. And while we did great work for Mattel all the way till the end, we finally parted ways in the early 2000s, leaving some huge holes in our agency. Yeah, the thing is, when you're deeply embedded with a big client, it's easy to go all in and forget about finding other opportunities. You spend your free time looking to add value for that client in lieu of looking for the next big client. And moving on from Mattel was always a concern, but it was overshadowed by the work right in front of us. So we just pushed ahead. We always had another client projects to work on, but none that compared to the size and scope of our Mattel account. When that client agency relationship finally ended, the fact is I took it personally. It's that emotional creative persona I have, I guess. And, you know, the reality is our quality of work had not suffered. It was just a case of man multiple management changes and reorganizations that ultimately ended the calls from them. Kind of like T.S. Eliot said, this is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but a whimper. Sherry, on the other hand, never really took it personally. Instead, she just focused specifically on finding the next big client. As it was, we found new clients that spawned from some of our past Mattel contacts who loved our work that left to work for other companies or even some of Mattel's smaller competitors that were very eager to tap into our expertise, calling on both yielded decent results. Of course, back then it was much harder to find people than it is now. Today we use LinkedIn to keep in touch with connections, which is especially helpful when they move on. Yeah, really in any event, we stepped back and we looked at our work product for those 12 years and we tried to connect with companies that could use our expertise. For us, that meant other toy companies, other manufacturers of kid products, manufacturers selling their products to retailers that we were very familiar working with, like Walmart, Kmart, and Target, and even other businesses that could use the same type of marketing tactics to impact their business. So for the next several years, we did work with toy companies like Hasbro and Bandai and Playmates Toys with some great success. We created an amazing, successful mobile marketing tour for the highly protected Gundam brand inside a 53-foot truck, for example. Yeah, that mobile experience was one of my favorites, thanks to the thought and detail that our team put into it. We made sure that the Gundam brand was true to its legacy, which actually in Japan, it's known as their Star Wars. We also developed a number of promotions for Playmates toys. One of them included an award-winning campaign for the Star Trek brand. We impact triple, triple match and win game cards into all figurine packages and gave fans a chance to win a Paramount Studios set designer's transform their own personal living room into the deck of the Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, man, I love that campaign. 
As you recall, we used our quick response skills to negotiate tie-in partners for that program in under 90 days, which is truly record speed for partnerships, especially in the quick-serve restaurant space. Since that first decade, we have never had one client represent such a large portion of our total revenue. But we have realized that we prefer to work with a small number of clients so that we can give them our personal attention and focus. Our business continued to evolve and we developed an extensive portfolio of work in industries as diverse as building materials, beverages, and business software. So what can you learn from all of that? Well, first things first, you've got to always be looking for the next client. No matter how solid your relationship is, your time with them will eventually come to an end. Oftentimes that ending is a result of things that are totally out of your control, like changes in senior management, corporate reorganizations, acquisitions, or changes in direction or philosophy. Second, recognize that most clients want to work with someone that has experience in their specific industry. That makes your best clients competitors a great place to start. But don't let it end there. Look at companies who are marketing to similar target audiences, selling to the same retailers through similar channels, or even attending the same trade shows. Do expect that you will have to convince and do some nurturing along the way to get those prospects to engage. Just because you see the obvious connection, let me tell you, they likely don't see it. Third, stay committed to LinkedIn. In today's world, it is the key to business networking. It's the best way to keep in touch with contacts, especially as they move around. There are lots of ways to use LinkedIn. And we can uncover some of our favorites in yet another episode. And finally, what we wanted to share for today is never give up. We have been on this crazy entrepreneurial roller coaster ride for literally 30 years. Business has evolved over those years. Tactics have changed, but our strategies continue to deliver results for our clients. Some of them have been on board with us for up to 15 years, and others that we're working with today are brand new, less than 90 days. We just keep moving forward. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back soon.